Hi, welcome back to the Praying Christian Women podcast. It's Alana here with Jamie with the conclusion to our mini series on the MBTI personality testing. I love it. This one yeah. uh, is about judging versus perceiving. So I'm interested to hear about this. I'm kind of along for the ride here because I am not the expert, but this has been <laughs> so fun and so like just uh, insightful, I guess. It's yeah. Been, yeah, I love it. I think that learning about personalities, um, some people might, I could see some people being like, isn't that very self-centered to spend so much time? But I find it the opposite because the more I learn about my own uniqueness, the more I learn to appreciate the uniqueness of others. Kind of like how we talked about in our episode about, are you a thinker or are you a feeler? How do you make decisions? We need to respect and appreciate people who are wired differently than us. So actually I find that learning more about your personality makes you less self-centered because otherwise we kind of grow up thinking everybody's basically like us. And then we wonder like, oh, you're very much not. How does that work? Or maybe we know people aren't like us, but we assume that our way is the the best way or the more spiritual way or the most mature way when really, no, it's just a different way. Yeah. I remember when I went to college and had roommates for the first time and I was totally floored by the um, cleaning products they used. I was just like, what? You don't use Comet in your bathtub? Like, what do you, why are you using? Uh It was so funny that like, I was so small minded that even the type of dish detergent or the scrubby Mm -hmm. that they would like, that they would use for the dishes instead of Mm -hmm. what I was used to was like, oh my goodness, there's this whole world out here. I think that's what it's like with our personalities and understanding Mm -hmm. Because when you're in your own head, of course, you don't know what other people are thinking. So thank God for people that have studied this to be able to give us this window into the Mm -hmm. diversity of God's people. So I love it. And it keeps us from feeling guilty, right? If I'm not praying exactly like picture perfect prayer warrior praise, Mm -hmm. I might feel really, really bad about myself until I realize, no, I was never designed to pray like that person prays. Right. I was designed to pray like I pray. Mm Mm-hmm. So lastly, in our kind of four-part series, we're talking about judging and perceiving. And again, this is one that's just, in my opinion, not named very well, (laughs) because judging definitely has a connotation to it. Basically, this one has to do with how do you like things around you organized? Um, How do you like to organize your schedule? How do you like to organize your, even just like, you know, the things in your house. Um, I think a lot of people can relate to, well, I like the idea of things being neat and tidy and organized, but I just can't find a way to do that. (laughs) Um, And I think that's an example of people who were meant to be one way, trying to act another way. Um, So basically, according to the MBTI language, you are a judger, a J, if you like things kind of categorized pretty, um, you know, in a pretty organized way. So a J, for example, is going to do better with um, a daily checklist. They're better at keeping things on their calendar. Um, Sometimes they're better at keeping, you know, like a compartmentalized workspace, not always, but sometimes. Um, Whereas the perceiver, this is one who's, who pretend, not pretends, tends to be more spontaneous, right? Um, My husband doesn't like setting date night ahead of time. He likes being around 
two to four in the afternoon saying, hey, you want to go out for dinner tonight? He likes to be spontaneous. Um, This came up when we were planning a vacation, like how much do we want to plan ahead and how much do we just want to show up and kind of see what happens? So this is one that I feel is harder for people to identify. I think the easiest for people to identify is are you a thinker or feeler? Um, And then we talked about introverted and extroverted and whether or not you're intuitive. I think those are fairly easy. I think this one might be the hardest for people to see where they are. I think one reason for that is because, yeah, most of us like the idea of order and organization. And so we're like, well, I like the thought of being organized. So doesn't that mean I'm a J? Or we somehow see if you're not organize, we, we sometimes do see that as a moral failing, right. Or a lack of discipline yeah, or things like that. Um, so Jamie, do you, do you know for sure where you fall here? I'm definitely a perceiver mm-hmm. and I am constantly in conflict with that part of myself. Yeah. Like it kills me. I mean, it kills me because I do if, if you were to plop me down at someone's desk who was a judger and who was able to have everything organized and mm-hmm. like easy to find, I, I would be so happy. Or if you like plunked mm-hmm. me down in someone's home who had it running like a well-oiled machine, I would love that feeling, mm-hmm. but that's not my nature. So I yeah. don't know what to do with that. And I'm going to be honest, that is like probably the biggest conflict of my inner mm-hmm. self, like yeah, of like my a pain life. Point. Yeah, especially since the more people we add to our home and the older they get and the more things we have and the more activities we have, I feel like it's a moral failing that I'm not better at what I just call as under the blanket of managing my home. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. but I am I definitely am a perceiver, I would say. I, I don't think there's anything in me that is by nature. The, yeah. the organized again judging. yeah you might like the idea of it <laughs> I love the idea yeah. I I yeah. do yeah or for Scott it's similar he's a perceiver but when he's like when the job necessitates it he can be very organized oh and I right? it's funny because there was a huge separation when I was at work like when I was working outside of the home like I had yeah. to keep a meticulous lab notebook or yeah. I had to keep, mm-hmm. you know, prescription medications in order. I mean, and I did you it. Do all it's, that. So why? Mm-hmm. Why can't I do that at home? <laughs> yeah. I know. Okay. So so let's talk about first of all, I went to talk about why um being a perceiver, like there's no moral failure and why we need it. And and I've got a perfect example from your life and my life. So this is the one area in the MBTI where you and I do differ because I am more of the judger. I I can be more organized um, and, you know, kind of stick to that. But here's what I love about you being a perceiver. There's, there's multiple ones, but the one that really sticks out, do you know what story I'm going to tell? I don't. All I'm picturing is just like, like an explosion that is me. But anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, It's not even close. Okay. So uh, for people who don't know Jamie and me on a personal level, which is, you know, most of you, um, I, I do like to have things planned ahead to a degree. Um, I'm not a perfect J though. There, there are certain things. And I think that has to do with like my creative side. My creative side is very spontaneous, but just in terms of life schedule, I kind of like to have a plan, pretty much like to stick to the plan. Um, I, so that's one of the failings of a J is sometimes they're very inflexible, right? Here's 
the perfect example of why I love that you're a P. So our family was going to fly out to California to visit my parents. This was years and years and years ago. The kids were all still pretty little, like probably 11 and younger or so. We drove all the way to Anchorage. Um, We were living like four or five hours away. Drove to Anchorage. We were going to spend the night at a hotel there and then catch our flight. I realized we came because it was like February or March. We came in our snow stuff and we're going to California. And all my kids had was snow boots. (laughs) And it was about 930 at night. And I called Jamie and I said, this is such a, like such a huge ask. Do you think you have tennis shoes in these sizes that our kids could take with them for a week to California. And not only did you like stop what you did, I remember you were giving your daughter a bath and she wasn't even feeling well that night. And you stopped what you were doing and you came and drove and, you know, it wasn't like we were just next door to where you were in Anchorage. You came and drove to our hotel, gave us the shoes. We saw each other for like all of three minutes. We got to say hi. And I, I loved that. And for you, like, my nature would be to this day to still feel guilty that I pulled you out of the house late at night and took you away from your daughter who wasn't like deathly ill, but just wasn't having a great night. Um, but for you, because I know you, you were like, yay, I could do something for their family. And it even gave me the chance to see Lana for a couple right. of minutes. Yeah, it's, it is. It's, yeah. yeah. And, and I guess that is, I, I need to focus on the flexibility. Cause I definitely, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very, um, it's easy for me to deal with things as they come up. That's what I'm exactly. thinking. As I'm trying to figure this, like I put out, yeah. not, I won't even say put out the fires as they come. Um, but, but I, you will drop anything I, when yeah, it arises. Right. When something is in front of me, I, mm-hmm can do that. And so I, and and it's I so think, natural to you. Right. And, and enjoyable even. Yeah. And because for it me, makes me feel like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I did something and for me. It's like, this wasn't on my calendar. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. So for me, there's a lot of stress there. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I love about you being a P is that sense of, um, yeah, being willing to at a moment, drop anything for, for me and for my family. And not feeling like super stressed out or flustered by it, but even kind of like what you said, kind of enjoying it. Cause you get to, you got to play the hero for me and my family. <laughs> yeah. And I, I kind of like, I'll tell people when it comes to things, like we were talking about next year, like who the team manager will be for our, mm-hmm. for our team for next year. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, organization, leadership, those kinds of things. It's not my forte, but give me a job and I will do yeah. it. Like I mm-hmm. I'm totally, I'll do it with gusto. Yep. And that's yeah. kind of, how I think that kind of sums up maybe that perceiving versus mm-hmm. judging. Exactly. Um, and there's flexibility there. Like one thing I love the the reason that you and I are doing this podcast and the way we got close, like, so we met at Taekwondo. Our kids were at the same Taekwondo class a couple nights a week, but we started getting close because you were doing a good news club and you invited our family to come um, join you. And we, we met you at your house like an hour before and we started hanging out and and it was very casual. And, you know, for the first couple of times, I think if I know you, right, you probably apologize. Like, sorry, the house is a little cluttered and stuff that's like that. But... Every time, every time <laughs> anyone comes in my house, that's my but first thing. There was a sense of um, just casual, flexible love and acceptance. So for me being more of a J, it didn't feel like a have to, that I had to put on my 
to-do list. It felt like, oh, this is such a lovely two-hour break from my very rigid, kind of imbreakable schedule, <laughs> right? So, so even your home for me at that point in my life became a place where I could relax and take two hours to not think about what was on my to-do list and to not think about the schedule. Um, so those kinds of things, super, super important. Yeah. But I definitely, you know, on the side of being a perceiver and I think our culture kind of feeds into this, we do, I, yeah. I feel like I should be a judger and I spend a lot of my time trying to hammer myself into the wrong shaped, mm -hmm. you know, wrong shaped peg into the wrong yeah. shaped slot. And, but at the same time, my personal struggle with be it a prayer list and being organized and, mm -hmm. you know, regimented about prayer or whether it's my home or my schedule or whatever, my biggest thing I think is at some point there does have to be some sort of, you know, my family can't operate in squalor, you know, exactly. that's not going to work. Yep. So yep. if I had my way in terms of like just being a, going by the seat of my pants and, you know, I, I tend not to notice that things are out of hand until they're mm -hmm. really bad. Like I have this, mm -hmm. like, just blinders on until I'm like, oh my goodness, how am I ever going to dig myself out yeah. of this mess of responsibilities or physical mm -hmm. like stuff around yeah. whatever it is. So there is something that I think there, there has to definitely be work done as a mm -hmm. perceiver in your prayer life as well, where you can't just do shout out prayers when it's convenient. Like you do need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps once in a while and make time to pray. You have to, and that's, and I have to, and, and it can be done, but you know, there's this fine line between shaming yourself, which nobody is going to get anything out of and should never right. do. And definitely find ways to pray that suit you as a non-regimented list maker. But at the mm -hmm. same time, I think there can be, hold yourself accountable a little bit for, True. okay, I do need to, if I just fly by the seat of my pants, I'm never going to make prayer a priority. So mm -hmm. let's, let's find a way, even if it's just one thing that you can do, whether it's setting a timer for one minute, once a day, the timer mm -hmm. goes off or the alarm goes off and you're like, okay, this is my time with God for this day, or setting aside an hour to pray on a weekend when the kids are doing something else or whatever it is for you. Yeah. I would just challenge the perceivers and I have the permission to do this because I am one and I know, um, mm -hmm. Challenge yourself a little, but absolutely don't wallow in your, mm -hmm. in your fa perceived failure. Get it? Perceiver yep. failure. Don't wallow <laughs> in, that, in that perceived failure because you're not a failure if you yep. aren't regimented list person. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I appreciate that. I think it's fun that you and I are different on this. So now I'll go ahead and Too. talk to the judges and that is, um, yeah, just lean into it, right? If mm -hmm. lists is your thing. Lean into it, but recognize that you can overstructure your prayer life. Um, if it gets to where it's just totally rote, like how many times, especially like as a kid in Sunday school, like imagine a kid who, um, it, almost like we say the prayer, Pledge of Allegiance, um, imagine a kid who goes to a, a Christian school and every morning they start with the Lord's Prayer and how quickly that just becomes nothing mm -hmm. but lip service, right. Mm -hmm. right? So that's one thing that judges need to be careful of. Um, another one can be kind of a, a haughtiness, right? Like, oh, I don't, I don't, what do you mean, Jamie, you need to set a timer to pray? Like, and, and there's no place for that <laughs> at all. Um, 
and and yeah being gracious to others because not everyone was created like you um and i'll so you dished out some tough love to perceivers i'm going to dish out tough love to judges and that's to him who has been given much much is demanded and if god has given you a kind of organized mind it is because he wants your prayers to look in at least in some ways and in some degrees organized and i'm not you know i'm not saying that we need to come to god with our you know sunday best but if you've got the type of mind that can clear out time in your schedule on a somewhat regular basis, stay focused in your prayers, keep a list going of things to intercede for, and you're not doing that at all, then you are wasting the talents that God has given you. And um, yeah, and and that that should be a sobering thought as well. Yeah. Okay. So now let's flip it because the whole time that you were dishing tough love to perceivers, I was like, oh, please Those be a little nicer. Perceivers. Yeah. So, and, and if you are a perceiver, yeah. yeah, do not, and I know Jamie already said it, but don't, don't let shame come no. into, there's, there's no place for shame in there at all. Um, maybe you are going to be great at the spontaneous prayers. And maybe that truly is where God is going to have the bulk of his time with you. Um, if that's right. the case, there's nothing to say that the majority of your time can't be yep. spontaneous. And that exactly. is still communication exactly. with God. Absolutely. Yes. So let's look at David writing Psalms. We don't know how he did it. If he was a judger, he might've said every morning after I take the sheep to the pasture, I'm going to sit and write a poem. If he was a perceiver, he might've just basically waited for the poem to come to him and been ready to accept it. Both are beautiful and both are great. And both are of the Lord. Um, so that's my, my sweet love. Now <laughs> we'll, we'll do good cop, bad cop for each other's gifts. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me just add to that too. It's, you know, if, if you are a perceiver, one way that you can make sure that prayer is a priority is to have it on your mind. And that's part of the reason yes. I love this podcast. I yep. love getting together with you to record this podcast because it really keeps prayer front and center in my mind in a way that it wasn't honestly yeah. before we Same. started getting together and talking and thinking and doing episodes about prayer. So mm -hmm. just keep prayer in your mind so that yeah. when you have that moment and you're sitting there wondering what to do with it, you know, you can very easily replace something mindless and useless, like scrolling mm -hmm. through your phone or whatever that might be. It's probably technology related um, and just replace it with some prayer time. You could do that. And, and just if, if prayer is front and center, then your spontaneous prayers can come at times that fit your rhythm. Yes. Yeah. Well, and another just practical tip for, for Jay's is for some Jay's, it's going to be hard to get into the quietness of prayer. If there's a lot of disorganization around you, um, and we all have a different kind of clutter threshold, but I would encourage you be aware of what your clutter threshold is because mm. that could be impacting your prayer life as well. Oh, that's a really, is that for J's or P's? That's more for J's because for J, like, right. so we do kind of like more, it. Yeah. A P is probably less kind of like what you said, things get really bad before it starts to bother you. Right, exactly. It has to be you really know? bad. But yes, for a judger, I could totally see that even just a little bit of disorder could really mess mm -hmm. with your ability to yeah. focus. Yeah. Or, you know, so for me, my J doesn't come out so much in my environment. It definitely comes out in my scheduling. Mm -hmm. um, and so for me, like, 
having a lot of things that are up in the air, like who's going to pick up the kids today or what time is my son getting off work? Having a mm -hmm. lot of those up in the air, that is for me, that's kind of my clutter threshold. It's like a cluttered calendar. Mm -hmm. um, things aren't in their own like neat and tidy place. So be aware of, of that. If you're a J, there are certain things in your life, whether that's the stuff around you or your schedule or just certain areas that you want to have in neat and tidy compartments. And if they aren't like that, um, your job is to either find a way to create just a tiny bit more order or to um, give yourself a little grace because you won't be at your best if it's, you know, very unstructured. Yeah. Well, another thing for a J that I wish that I could do consistently, but I'm guessing a J probably would is just if you're naturally kind of an orderly person who thrives with lists and, and regiment, um, make it fun. Like with your prayer life, yeah. like utilize all the really cool, like resources and prayer journals. And like, there's some really cool stuff out there to organize your prayer life. And, mm -hmm. um, I just, I feel like make it fun, make it colorful, make it exciting. And, mm -hmm. and don't feel like you have to just stick in the box of your, yeah, you can get in a regiment. rut quickly mm -hmm. as a J because yeah. Yep. Check, check, check. I did it. So yeah, right. no, but you know, advice. there are beautiful prayer journals and, and different systems mm -hmm. of Bible study that would probably yeah. really be up the alley of someone who's yeah. a J. As a J, um, I do need to be on guard that I do change things up sometimes. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you've been praying from the exact same prayer list for a year, ask God, is is this a prayer list you have for me? Or maybe like start totally over and say, I'm only adding names and issues on here as God like tells me to. Because um, otherwise, yeah, otherwise you can kind of get burned out or worst case, you get burned out. Best case, you just kind of go through it rote and routinely. And, mm -hmm. and it's not really all that fun either. Well, one thing that you gave me as a tool several years ago, Alana, that has been, I'm not consistent with it, but it's mm -hmm. the most consistent that I've been. Um, so as a P kind of a sort of like morph J practice uh -huh. that you could use, um, is sticky notes for yeah. your prayers and your prayer journals. I loved this because one of the things that you shared with me that I loved was having a journal, just my spiral notebook planner, um, whether it's for getting work done or your prayer life, mm -hmm. or for me, it was mm -hmm. both all in one yeah. journal and having sticky notes. And basically I had one for each member of my family. And what I started doing was um, I, I did these one word prayers. And so I would just kind of sit there and that kind of combines my, my P with my, maybe it's the feeling, maybe it's the intuition. Yeah. I don't know which one, mm -hmm. but I would sit there and I would, I would just think about one of my family members yeah. each morning. And mm -hmm. I would just think of, of several words that summed up mm. what my prayers were. So some of them, it was because I didn't want to write out the whole prayer because I didn't want someone to read it. And so right. there was a word that summed up that prayer oh, that I could cool. write down. And so I did some one word prayers on each of those sticky notes and I kept them there for a while. So it cuts down on time and scheduling and you yeah. have it right there and you can just kind of go over That's there cool. until your needs change. But sticky yeah. notes, you it doesn't feel as permanent. It feels more whimsical mm -hmm. and it just felt yes. more comfortable for me as sort of a you know, crossover into the J realm, but not actually being a J. They're so forgiving because you can yeah. move them all over. <laughs> and you, then know? you can replace it when you feel like it doesn't suit you anymore. It was mm -hmm. just, th that was really fun and continues. I to love be. that. Yeah. yeah. It's like the difference between writing something on a whiteboard and like 
in a pen in your journal, like yeah. on the calendar, mm-hmm. right? If it's in a pen on the calendar, you got to do it. If it's on the whiteboard, you've got a little freedom. So <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can erase it. Yeah. Yeah. So just, yeah. Keep that in mind for where you fall on the, you know, how structured are you versus how spontaneous are you? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'd say if you're, if you're a P just remember, you can pray really spontaneously in ways that J's aren't designed to as well. So there's, there's blessings and gifts in each of these types of personalities. So hopefully that was useful for everybody. And we will talk to you all again soon. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Praying Christian Women podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a comment to let us know what questions or topics we can address in future shows. Then hop over to prayingchristianwomen.com journal to download your free prayer guide. We're so glad you joined us for today's show, and we wish you God's deepest blessings as you draw closer to Him and change the world one prayer at a time.